Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter and with me as always is... I am Matt. It's Matt. Uh, and today we're talking about She-Hulk and just general catch-up, I suppose. Uh, prefer, I prefer uh, Heinz ketchup as opposed to Hunt's ketchup. <laughs> uh, that's actually a state of contention at work. Uh, whenever they get Hunt's, there's, a, there's an uprising. Um, and then there's like one guy who likes something called, oh, what is it called? It's got the word red in, in it, and you can basically only get it in packets at really bad restaurants. Fuck that guy. Right? No, nobody likes him. He's, uh, yeah, he's Jesus. All right. Time. Well, we know who's going to shoot up the office someday, maybe. Uh, yeah, it'd probably be him. Um, ketchup, 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 ketchup. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, Anyway, enough of that. What uh, what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, I saw the new Halloween movie. Yeah, I've not heard great things. Did you Did you like it? I did. I did. I That's will good. admit uh, it's one of those subjects that I'm probably biasing because I like the mm-hmm. Halloween franchise. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've been you, pretty quiet. You're more critical thinking of than what most people say, any on the internet at least. Anyway. Yes. Uh, yes. So it's a very different movie and Mm. I kind of dwelled on it for quite a few days before saying anything about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's very different and I appreciate how bold it goes with being different. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like, like one of my favorites by far. No, but I, I like the fact that it is not a movie that follows the status quo of just stabbing people or, uh, and going around and doing that. It is a so, very different movie. It's character driven. It's very psychological or yeah. psychological. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it, it is very different and it so, has a lot of different kind of themes regarding it. And I do appreciate that. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I'm never going to see it, probably, or if I do, I don't really care if you spoil anything for me. Um, so, like, I mean, could could you explain wh- how it's different or psychological? So, I guess, traditionally, it's it is just like, a, it's basically just people trying to get away from Michael Myers, who's going to yes. stab them. Yes. Um, and, then, and so, how is this more of a psychological thing? Like, is it just dwelling more on the not michael myers yes uh so i have a very different theology regarding the recent halloween movies that have come out okay uh in the original halloween movies he's uh stalking laurie strode who's jamie lee curtis and then the sequel to the original reveals that she is his little sister Mm -hmm. and he's trying to kill her and that's just his driving force he's trying to kill everyone in his family Uh, with the 2018 movie, they canned all of the sequels and just made that the new Halloween two, where it follows the Mm -hmm. original movie where they are not siblings. He is literally just a form of evil that is killing. He just kills. Okay. And, and, uh, yeah, like she's not special. She's nothing. And Mm -hmm. the movie, the, the Halloween 2018 one takes place 40 years later. Her life has been ruined by this. She has been waiting for him to get out. It has ruined her life. It's ruined her family prison or what? Yeah. She's just waiting for it to happen. Okay. And, uh, in that movie he does, they Mm -hmm. eventually by the end have a battle and stuff and it's thought that he's killed, but Mm -hmm. he didn't die. And in the sequel to that one, it is revealed to her finally that you are nothing to him. You were just someone he was trying to kill. You are not, you have no, he has nothing to do with you. It was literally by happenstance that they ran into each other again. Mm. And the thing about, uh, the David Gordon green directed ones he's done the last three is the idea of it is in my interpretation. And I do believe that's the interpretation of the film is that the character of Michael Myers is pure evil Mm -hmm. and, what he does causes people to just lose rational thought and sanity. He okay. just drives you to do things you would never do. And mm-hmm. uh, in this movie, he has disappeared for four years. Mm-hmm. 
the town has never really healed from it. There have been other deaths that happen and people are always freaked out thinking it's him. People have committed suicide because of him. Okay. And, and it really shows in my, in my opinion that he, his force just destroys you as a person. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so, so it's, it's almost more like he's just a concept that's just getting into people's minds and just driving them crazy. Cause that's how I sure. interpret it. Yeah, that makes sense. That, sure. That is how I interpret it. I have other friends that disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you you see in the sequ- in the second movie uh, from last year that people start developing mobs to hunt him down. Okay. And they get other people killed by accident. Like you start seeing and someone even in the movie says he's turning us into monsters. Yeah. And hmm. uh, in this movie, it's four years later. He's been gone ever since. And people have moved on. Some have not. <laughs> and the plot of this movie is in 2019, because this movie takes place in 2022. And okay. in 2019, a year after his killing spree, mm-hmm. uh, a babysitter accidentally gets the child he's watching killed. Okay. And it ruins that guy's life. Mm-hmm. And this movie is really kind of about someone deteriorating and becoming uh the new michael myers oh interesting and i have i i can say uh lee saw it too he didn't like it at all he very much hated the uh i i did (laughs) not and you know i will say it's probably due to biased feelings i'll admit if i'm biased towards something but i actually (laughs) did like it i didn't know what to feel like first time watching it and i've only watched once but i sat on it for a while and really thought in depth about it yeah um and i just kind of think it's more it's character driven it's emotion driven um i know what it's like to lose family directly and so i know that it does mess with you pretty rough like and so i kind of find ways to relate to characters in this um I I actually did enjoy it a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, it was weird to watch, and I won't lie, the ending was just having me go, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" And <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I guess it, so, it took a while to sit down and really can think about it because I do think I like yeah. movies that are thinkers, and they don't yeah, yeah, make yeah. those really well anymore. Yeah, and this sounds like it definitely is one, which is which is interesting because I guess it's in an unexpected franchise for a thinker. Yeah, this is the thirteenth film. And Holy crap! Yeah, this is the thirteenth one. And which, yeah, uh, you you shared with uh, our our chat group with oh the, the timeline, the timeline, which is pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's been rebooted like five times, but then uh, but not really because like they because they still seem to accept like the first one sometimes as the first one. The first one is always the first one, except when okay. it's not. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is every time, except for when it's not. Yeah. Yeah, and um, <laughs> but I I don't know. I found myself enjoying it a lot. I thought it was yeah. pretty good. Honestly, uh, that sounds like a better movie than what I've always thought of as the Halloween movies. Which that's uh, which that's I the actually, I almost want to see this one as opposed to the other ones. I would recommend watching the this timeline, this version, sure. the first yeah. one, the 2018 mm-hmm. Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. I recommend yeah. that one and. Sure. Uh, but I, I do kind of recommend all of them because they're fun. Some people think that yeah. the Halloween franchise is trash. I don't think so. I think it's better than the Friday the 13th of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. And yeah, well, and that's the vibe I usually get from them when the movies when they do come out and just from hearing horror fans talk about it, I guess. Like I've always I've always interpreted the Halloween movies as being the better move, like the better franchise. I think it is. Some Which, people very disagree with me, how, but I think so. Yeah. How, how many Jason movies are there? Uh, there's 12 there was going there was going to be a 13th one however they canceled it because uh it was actually going to come out on october 13th on a friday one year Mm. however for some reason the studio behind it also made a third rings movie and because that movie didn't perform well they canceled the friday the 13th and that's a real puzzle right there of like what make any sense it doesn't the (laughs) ring uh, yeah that movie was called rings and it's not very good but because that movie sucked they canceled making uh 
a Friday the 13th film. Like, and, those aren't uh, even yeah. comparable films. Nope, not even. Not mm. even. But okay. I think they just scared making another horror fran- horror movie, but... Yeah. Uh, Which, horror doesn't... Does horror do well in theaters usually? Yes, very well. Okay. Depending on what it is. But yeah, horror movies do very well, and horror okay. movies do very well for upcoming filmmakers. A lot of filmmakers get their start making horror films. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his face with Guardians of the Galaxy? He did Slither. Yeah, yes, and he's done some other thing. He did some other yeah. stuff before that. Uh, the guy who drew, I can't remember his name, unfortunately. The guy who made Doctor Strange, he started with the Sinister movies, I believe. Oh, the first Doctor Strange? Yes. I was going to say, you know who Sam Raimi is. <laughs> yes, well, Sam Raimi got his start from Another making one. horror films. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James yeah. Wan. James Wan making the Saw movies. Oh, yeah. And making the Conjuring films and stuff what like did, that. What's he do? What has he done recently, then? Aquaman. Oh, interesting. Huh. And and he's do he's done Aquaman too. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yes. That's neat. Yep. Um I also oh, this is a haul. Um I watched all eight Harry Potter movies. Oh yeah. And I was surprised by how fast you got through those. I watched uh, I watched the first one on a Friday and then I watched two through six on sunday and then i wrapped it up on monday it's a busy sunday oh such a waste of time yeah and then the past couple days i watched all three fantastic beast movies i've only seen the first fantastic beast uh but i've wanted to see the other ones i just i don't know i haven't made time i guess but it's, i mean among other things but yeah the, so i guess yeah marathoning that how do you how do you feel you just said waste of time. Well, I've seen all the Harry Potter ones except the Fantastic mm. Beast, but it's been over 10 years since you've seen it. Yeah, I don't Now that you mention that, I guess it's been I probably haven't seen them in 10 years too. Yeah. We own, like we own the Blu-ray of them, but we just haven't I think we're kind of just waiting for the kids to be at the right age really, but which isn't going to be for a while. Um well, it was weird cuz well, uh, I I got Peacock so I could watch Halloween and mm-hmm. I saw the Harry Potter movies were on there, which threw me off. And I was like, you know what? Those have been on my list for a couple of months now. Let's start mm-hmm. the Harry Potters. It was very odd because I watched the first one on Peacock, and it was mm-hmm. very much the edited-for-television version. Oh, that's too bad. Well, it's the Harry Potter movies. It's not like they take out violence, but... Yeah. Uh, what would they take out? They didn't take anything out, but they added stuff in, and oh. they also... Um, had the tv break edits in it like the long <laughs> fades to black and i That's... noticed it i think it was the second time i noticed it i went oh this is the tv edited version That's this is the weird. made for tv edits yeah. and also i noticed extended scenes like what what did they extend they talk about grindelwald in the first movie oh interesting i don't recall that and then i saw another extended scene with neville over yeah. a cu- over some spells or something like that, and I was like, okay, I know it's been a long time since I've seen these movies, but I know these scenes are not in the movies. Yeah. And yeah, they talk about uh, Grindelwald and um, Dumbledore's past in the first movie, and I'm like, yeah. I don't recall them ever talking about this until Half Blood, uh, until Deathly Hollows. Yeah, they do in the book, I think. Oh yeah. But yeah, I don't even remember. Like when when are they talking about it? They're talked about in the cafeteria room. Okay, okay. Hmm. Interesting. It threw me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, when I said okay, let's watch the other ones, I didn't mm. do that on Peacock. I pulled out my DVDs and I watched them. That's good. <laughs> and yeah, the first three are fairly rough. Yeah. That and troll. then it, once it hits that fourth one, the effects go really well, and the kids have really established them, them, their acting abilities. Yeah, they, not yeah. to say they were bad in the first movie. They are 10 years old. Yeah. I am not going to judge a 10-year-old for their acting. Uh, they were pretty good for being 10 years old, and I think only really uh, Harry, Harry Potter, whatever, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, that, he's probably the only one who had a acting history. Yeah. And really, it's, I don't know that he did a whole lot before that. He was in yeah. Copperfield, I think. But yeah, I uh, I I thought yeah the effects are fairly awful in them and they got <laughs> yeah. better like they yeah. actually got fairly better not as great as other stuff but yeah um, I, once they 
Well, I think the problem was is I I firmly think that these movies were rushed. It wasn't because yeah. they were because they released one, two, and three one year apart from each other. Yeah, yeah. So they were incredibly rushed, and uh, and then when they started skipping two years, three years to make them, I think that's mm. when it finally got to a point where it was starting to get good. Yeah, uh, with quality wise, but mm. it's uh it's very interesting to see the whole story because i won't lie i was watching these movies and i was on the harry potter wiki the whole time trying to figure stuff out too stuff i never really wondered about yeah um yeah. but i thoroughly enjoyed the harry potter movies i still feel they're yeah. the they have the same problem as the star trek syndrome with the movies which is the even ones are the better ones yeah I'm trying to think i guess did you uh because I haven't seen them. Like I think we, we we watched the first one. Now that you mentioned it too, because like that's how I remembered how bad the troll was. I don't know mm-hmm. why or when we watched it. It was probably like three years ago, I guess. But um, did you watch the what was it, the thirtieth? Uh, no, twentieth anniversary. I guess it was, probably was. I just uh, own DVDs. Okay, so I, I want to say it was on HBO. Um, but they, oh, yeah, the it was just like special? the reunion thing. No. Like it was just them like talking to each other. No, no, that stuff doesn't okay. do anything for me. I don't give a shit about what they have to say about stuff they filmed over a decade to 20, 10 to 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, I agree with that for the most part. And it was kind of, it was weird because like, it wasn't just everyone in the room talking. Like they, they set up like weird little like conversation stations. Yeah. And so like, it was always just like one or two of them at a time. And it was, yeah, the reminiscing was weird, but then like, there was really interesting stuff when they were talking about like the directors and like what was kind of going on with the filming of each movie. Mm-hmm. And so it was mostly like when they were talking about the directors that I actually enjoyed it because I've never done any commentary with the films in general. Um, mm-hmm. so I just, I found it very interesting uh, just hearing, I guess, their commentary on working with all the different directors, um, yes. which was just interesting to, to hear. Cause I guess, um, one of the twins broke that, what was it? The goblet of fire. Mm-hmm. The, they weren't, I guess, like acting crazy enough when they, cause they throw the, their names in and then they turn into like old men. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that like the director didn't think they were like wrestling with each other crazy enough. Yeah. So the director just came down and started wrestling with one of them and I guess broke a rib. <laughs> Uh, and so it's just like goofy stuff like that, I guess, is what I enjoyed it for. But then the rest of it was just like really awkward conversation is because you could just tell like none of them really stayed in touch. <laughs> no, no, I think uh, I think Rupert, Emma and Daniel have kept in touch and that's probably about it. Yeah, which is funny, too, because like Tom Felton seemed pretty nice. Uh, and it seemed like he and um, Emma Watson had a bit of like a friendship on set. Uh, but other than that, it's just, yeah, it just seemed like everyone just kind of went, you know, after, when they were done, they just kept, you know, doing other jobs, which is what happens. But yeah, I mean, uh, and uh, I know uh, I'm trying to think. I know some, most of the directors, Chris Columbus, who did oh. uh, the Home Alone movies. He did the yeah. first two. Yeah, which felt right, honestly, given the age range and Home Alone. Yes. Yeah. And then Mike Newell did the, uh, the third one, which I don't know a lot of his uh, filmography. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I do know, um, did Gore Verbinski do one? No. No. Okay. No, uh, after, oh gosh, what was it? Uh, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban was actually done by Alfonso, uh, Curran, who has quite the filmography. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. he did Gravity, he did Children of Men. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he's done some solid movies. Yes. Yes. This is a weird franchise movie that he ended up doing. And then David Yates has directed the rest since. OK, yeah. Which, and yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like at the end, like there's just unity amongst the what, how many what, did he do then? Like three? Uh, the three? He did or five. He did Order of the Phoenix up until uh, Dumbledore's Secrets. Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, so he's he even did, done Grindelwald. Yeah, or, yes. Um, yeah, he's done all the Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Oh, yep. cool, cool. That, yeah, now that you say that, too, like, it, the the way, because I only saw, I guess, the first one, but it did have the similar feeling and stuff. Like, that's nice that they kept him on for those. I yes. That. That's really cool. Origi- the original director they were going for with Harry Potter was Steven Spielberg. 
That would have been interesting, I guess. I'm glad they didn't. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're damn right. He wanted to be all CGI, and he wanted Haley yeah. Joe Osmond to be Harry Potter. Oh, man. Yep. That would have been interesting. It's a little weird, because I know uh, with the movies, J.K. Rowling was heavily involved with them. She yeah. was breathing down the necks of the filmmakers. And Well, and it's kind of nice that she did at times, because like, uh, from what I understand, they almost didn't put Dobby in the first uh movie that he should have been in and she's oh like, no, chamber no, no, of no, secrets no. yeah it's like you need to keep him in there he's going to be important later <laughs> kind so, of <laughs> yeah well uh, i know yeah. and i know she had very strict rules that no american should be in the film she was really kind of annoyed that Vin- Vern troyer was in the first movie yeah yeah i mean sure <laughs> yeah she was she very much was strictly saying it has to be an entire british cast and yeah. Uh, I know, uh, which is very weird seeing the Fantastic Feast Beast movies and seeing Americans play British people in those movies. Oh, do they do that? Oh, good oh, yeah, lord, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, they did, yeah. Good lord. Johnny Depp is playing a, yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Zoe Kravitz is playing a French woman. Oh, man. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of Brit of Americans in those movies, not only playing Americans but also playing British other uh, British people. It's very unusual considering. I'm guessing she probably got flack for that, even though I know uh, lately she's getting a lot of flack for a lot of things that she says. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, she's getting shit on pretty heavily for her views on on certain subjects. Yeah, I guess I don't pay attention to her, so I don't even know. Oh yeah, she's uh, oh she's been extremely critical against transgender people. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah, the world's trying to cancel her out. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, sure. Yeah, she's, um, apparently hmm. she's very uh, anti-transgender. Okay. And she's been very vocal about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and she's been hmm. very snarky about it, where people say, "How do you sleep at night saying these things?" And she goes, "Oh, I just checked the, I just cashed the next check, and I don't care." I thought J.K. Rowling said that. Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew about that. I thought you were talking about uh, Zoe Kravitz. I'm like, huh. No, 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 <laughs> no. I was really J.K. confused, Rowling. but okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, I know. I knew that. Yeah, no, yeah, she's, she's kind of a fucking idiot in so many ways. She seems very unremorseful about it, yeah. I do like the Fantastic Beast movies. They are yeah. a complete and utter mess. Yeah. Uh, But I do enjoy them, and I can legitimately tell they are being written by J.K. Rowling. Yeah, I, or, I guess. What do you mean? She's Just, writing them. She's the writer of the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> the the plots are a mess. Stuff is not being explained very well. Oh, um, yeah. And yeah, it's it's very much not being written structurally like a film. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, because she writes books. And they're not being well received. I had no clue that their critical no. reception is fairly low, like in the thirty percent. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised that they kept making them because I don't think even the first one was that well received. They make money. Um, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, they make money. That's what matters. Can say what they want, but it's Harry Potter. Yeah. Yep. Um, but there's two uh, yeah. more coming out. Uh, are there? Yes, there's five uh, movies altogether. Oh, okay. Because I just saw an interview with Harry or whatever uh, Redmayne, um, where he said he wasn't sure about another one being made. Oh, there's that. They've already greenlit two of them. They've already greenlit the last two. And I believe David Yates is going to direct them. And uh, Mm -hmm. the big question mark is whether or not Johnny Depp will come back. Oh, yeah. Didn't they already replace him? Yes, with Mads Mikkelsen. And Mads Mikkelsen has said that if Johnny Depp wants to return and Warner Brothers would like to invite him to return, he would not stand in the way. Yeah. Well, the whole reason they took him out was because of the his stuff with his ex, right? Yes. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, I mean that'd be neat, I guess. Uh, I would rather see. I do see. like Mads. I uh, that's the thing. He does a ten times better job. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish they'd started with him. Um, I, I, wish... I do too, because Johnny Depp. I don't like Johnny Depp, but uh, oh. the thing is, if you want a character that is serious, you don't go with Johnny Depp. If you want a no. cartoon character, yeah, you go with Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny yeah, Depp's yeah. kind of terrible in the second one. Um, Mads Mikkelsen really carries a lot of weight and seriousness in the third one. Yeah, no, and uh, he, he's just such a good actor, and I just don't feel like I've seen him in anything recently. He's um, uh, he's going to be in the new Indiana Jones movie. Nice. That makes me happy. 
Yep. Uh, I always forget, or I forgot that they're making another one of those. Mm-hmm. I've seen Is the trailer. What? Oh, there's a trailer for. It? I need to watch that. I didn't know. No, it's 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 a leaked trailer. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to find it. Um, I think my only complaint with uh. The Fantastic Beasts is calling Muggles. Uh, what did they call it? It's something stupid. No Madge. No Madge. Man, I hate that so much. That's the American version. Yeah, I know. That's the American like, term for not for non magical people. It's just like I mean I don't know. I just feel like it's a big slight towards Americans because like yeah we call things dumb stuff but so, I don't know. Well, I mean Muggles a stupid name. Yeah, but at least it sounds, it's like different. It doesn't sound just like, it doesn't sound as derogatory, although it is supposed to be, I suppose. It's extremely derogatory. I think it's worse than Nomadge. I think Nomadge just sounds bad. Ah, I don't mind it. There's like three different terms for non-magical people in it. The only thing that I, they talk about in the movies too, is that they are, non-magical people are genetically different from magical people. Yeah, well, uh, because the other one is, there's Nomadge's, Muggles and squibs? Is that what you're getting at? Or is there another one? No, there's another one. I can't remember what it is. Oh, okay. They brought it up in I think the second or the second movie. Hmm, okay. Um, interesting. Well, anyway, yeah, I I I don't know how I feel about this. I, I'd like to watch those movies again sometime, and I'll probably it'll probably be another however many years before you when my kids are probably more ready for it. But yeah, that's cool. Could just watch them yourself. I could, but I need to watch other things <laughs> like Andor and I know what else is even going on right now. But no, there's just, my list of things to watch is too big. Um, uh, what else have you been, I guess, doing? Hmm. That's that's a lot. What I just that said is a lot <laughs> uh, watching Andor too, I guess. Yeah. Is that going well? Yeah, that's good. I need to watch it. I really like the bureaucracy stuff that's on like Coruscant and dealing with Mon Mothma and nice. the ISS, uh, mm-hmm. the Empire, the Empire's like intelligence agency and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's not oh. a lot of it, but I it's more than it's ever been before. And yeah. just well, just the fact that it, that we know it exists, that's cool. Yes, it's a lot of paperwork that's being talked about, but I actually really enjoy just the bureaucracy of it. And uh, it's a little issue I have currently with Disney and handling all these IPs is the biggest thing is, is the first like five episodes of the show. I think it's up to six or seven now um, is really dealing with a heist. And my feelings toward it is another heist plot. And I sent you a leaked clip from Ant-Man 3, mm-hmm. and it reveals, hey, guess what Ant-Man 3 is? A heist movie. Yeah. Well, second Ant-Man movie. A heist movie. Well, well Ant- first Ant-Man movie. A heist movie. Hey, what was the plot of um, Rogue One? Heist. What was well, the I plot mean, of uh, Avengers Endgame? I was just going to say Endgame, yep. Heist. heist. <laughs> I don't know what is going on with Disney, but they are really just milking the idea of heists and it's getting yeah. to a point where I'm noticing it. Yeah. I noticed yeah. it with Ant-Man very much. Well, Once uh, Kang goes, I want you to steal something. Cause there was a leaked clip of Ant-Man that came out with uh, yeah. Scott talking to uh, Kang and he goes, yep. I, there's something I need, I need stolen and you're the only person that can steal it. And my reaction was, Another heist story? Yeah. That's been every Ant-Man movie, every movie he's been in. I, except for, um, except for uh, a, a Civil War, but he was in it for like 15 minutes. But still, it's like, yeah. oh my God, Rogue One was a heist. All these things are heists. And yeah, Andor, first five episodes is a heist. And I'm just kind of going, can we stop? Yeah. Yeah, that is a lot of heists. I like a good heist movie, but... but As yeah. do I. But these aren't really heist franchises. No. Yeah. No. So it's it's good just point. getting a little frustrating that so mm-hmm. much stuff, especially by one big company, is yeah. starting to see that. Like, uh, And even down to uh, some of the plots in The Mandalorian are yeah. heists. Right. That's what, yeah, I was just thinking, too. Yeah, there's uh, like two or three... There's like two plot... There's... Uh, 
there's two heists in the first season. There's the one episode mm-hmm. where he's got to break a guy out of a jail, and then there's the final episode where, yeah, they're practically building a heist to free Grogu. And well, then, and just the initial episode or two to go get Grogu. I don't consider that a heist because that's no. just a man going for a bounty. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess a bounty. Yeah, there's no heisting heist. going yeah. on there. He's literally just going to ki- going to kidnap a bounty. But okay. yet, in the final episode of season two, it's a rescue. Mm-hmm. But they're building a team together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a good just, point. Just some observations I've said. That said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't wowed by the heist plot in Andor. It's over, <laughs> thankfully. It wasn't the whole season. But I am good, digging yeah. the now other stuff. And yeah, Andor is very interesting. So many Game of Thrones and Harry Potter actors showing up. It's very odd, but it's a very – it's mm. a – it's a show with an entire British, uh, almost an entire British cast, also with British filmmakers. All the directors are from yeah. the UK. Yeah, it's surprising how many British people are in the future a long, long time ago. Well, that was the entire empire. First movie, first yeah. couple movies showed the entire empire was nothing but British people. Well, like, I guess who was American? You got Luke and Leia, and that's, is that it? Han. Han. Oh, yeah, Luke, Leia, Han, and, uh... Uh, Lando, I suppose. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, it is mostly British. It's. Which I mean, there's funny. a reason for that. It's because the British unions are practically non-existent, and George Lucas was going against uh, <laughs> a lot of guilds back then. <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> uh, a lot of them did that. The uh, uh, James Cameron's Aliens was shot in uh, oh, Britain. Yep, a lot of British actors in that, yeah. Yep, same with Alien 3. Yep, that's funny. Okay, well there you go. Uh, We've been doing. Yeah, I was just gonna. It's just thinking about that. I have been trying to write still, uh, which is nice. Um, and then, what? Oh, I started a new book, audio book. It's called Mistborn. It's by Brandon Sanderson. Uh, he, I think he's a pretty like he has a lot of fantasy series, I suppose. Um, he's notable, I, sp- I guess, for finishing the Wheel of Time series by, was that Robert Jordan that wrote that? I can never I've never heard of the Wheel of Time, so I couldn't tell uh, They just started a TV show last year on Amazon Prime. It's a huge fantasy series. I, I know a bunch of people who read it. Um, there's usually a big chunk of like a bookstore that has a, all of his books. Um, they're just, it's a, it's a huge series. I don't know how many books are in it, but each book is massive. Um, and it was just one of those things that took too long and, and he ended up dying before he could finish it. Uh, and so, um, Brandon Sanderson was then asked, tasked with finishing it. Um, but in, I was reading a book, uh, on writing and it was mentioned, uh, this Mistborn series was mentioned once or twice and it just sounded interesting. So, and it's funny that you bring up heists and stuff because this book, the best way I can describe it is if you took Ocean's Eleven, mixed it kind of with some Jedi and then set it in a fantasy world. Um, so it's, it's a bit of a heist or it's definitely a heist story, but it's with fantasy. And then, uh, you have these people who have superpowers sort of like, um, so basically it's like a long time ago, there was the, a war of some sort. They don't really say exactly what was going on, but there's this immortal man, God deity. They just refer to him as the Lord ruler. Um, and whoever helped him, he then set up to be nobility. And then he gifted those families with, um, with these superpowers, or like these, um, yeah, superpowers, I guess. So like they have one of you, most people, if they have it at all, it's kind of rare at this point. Cause this is like 300 years later. No, this is like thousands of years later. And this guy is still alive as the King or the ruler. Um, and so it's just kind of rare, like just through the ages it's kind of been bred out kind of thing but just you still can find people with just a variety of powers um the like the ability to to make people empathetic or the ability to make them you know angry the ability to push and pull against metals it's like to the point where like you can put a coin on the ground and then you can like push against it and fly up in the air kind of thing um and then like the ability to sense if somebody is actually using a power or not. And then even rarer than that are these people called mistborns who can use all the powers. And so this is about 
a guy who can who is a mistborn and he's leading a crew or he's a he assembled a crew and now he's trying to take down the empire so it, it feels very i guess star wars in the sense where they're battling this empire but also oceans 11 because of the way it's being done but i guess it, maybe andor is the good way to <laughs> describe it now um but it's interesting it's definitely i, I can see why I guess this guy is pseudo popular in the fantasy world, I suppose. Um, I'm enjoying it though. It's an, it's a, an audio book. Took me a while to get used to the, uh, the guy reading it, but it's good. Um, also I've been doing, Oh, today was a busy day. We went to, uh, uh, a bookstore and night eyes, uh, which is at the zoo, which is trick or treating at the zoo. And my kids were excited to finally get to wear their costumes. Um, but no, that's about it, I guess. Oh, we're watching uh, the TV show, which I don't know. Like, I doubt it. Um, it's a documentary about Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhaney's soccer team that they purchased in Wales. Um, it's called Welcome to Wrexham. So I guess they bought this really, really low-tier soccer team, and they're just trying to get them back up, basically, by pouring money into it. It's interesting, but... Yeah, that's about it. I was it reminded me of something. Okay. Well, after you talked about Ted Thasso, yeah, uh, did you I watch looked, it? I watched. I saw a couple of clips online. Okay. After you talked about the uncle, and oh, yeah, yeah. Bear in mind, I have never Roy seen Kent. a single thing for this show. Roy Kent is who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know anything about it other than what you've said. Yeah. Which is just what a character is here and there. Yeah. I found a clip and I watched it and I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, Roy Kent's not because hilarious. of what it was, but oh. the second I heard British accents, I stopped and stopped laughing and said, "Oh, that's why Dexter's watching this." Oh, screw you! It's true. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a hundred percent true. We watched the show because you're just talking about a documentary, which piqued me when you said Ryan Reynolds. Until it's oh, they a UK soccer team, and I'm like, that's why. Okay. Well, yeah, because it's like we like the we like british things that we don't exclusively watch things because they're british i beg to differ sir i there are so many things we don't watch that are british that we are told to watch by kelsey's family that are british and yeah they watch a lot of british like yep, there it is they do i'm so. just saying i literally did not know this was set in britain i knew it was you didn't Jay- know that? it's a soccer team i don't know anything about this show all i know is just seeing uh-huh. the cover with jason sudeikis stupid fucking face yeah. and I had no clue what this was. I had no idea. But once I saw the clip and I started hearing uh, accents, I just couldn't stop laughing and just said, that's why Dexter watches the show. It's that's a not freak. why I watch the show. I think it is. Because it's funny. I beg to differ. <laughs> also, it's uh, it's completely written by Jason Sudeikis. And like, a, like it's, an, it's an American show just with a bunch of British people in it. I, 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 I don't think it is, sir. I think this is probably an American British show. <laughs> Uh, okay. We can move on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, She-Hulk. <laughs> I actually watched it all. Yay. Um, okay, so I guess, uh, She-Hulk is a TV show, Disney Plus, about the cousin of Bruce Banner who gets Bruce Banner's blood on her, and then she turns into She-Hulk. Um, yeah, so she's a lawyer, uh, she uses her superpowers, she, well, she doesn't want to use her superpowers for such a long time, um, until, like, people are trying to take it away from her, and then she wants it, and then it had a weird, uh, final episode. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about this show, I kinda liked it, I don't think I liked it as much as most people did. How do you feel about it? This is my favorite Marvel show they've ever made. Yeah, I absolutely okay. loved this entire goddamn thing. Every second of it, I was so satisfied with everything that happened. Uh-huh. I shit myself watching that final episode. <laughs> I had criticisms for this show, and then they were brought up in the finale, and I lost it, realizing those criticisms were intent. Yeah, that 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 was the interesting thing is like they they did a lot of things because like it seemed like it was expected them to do. And then they made fun of it. Yeah. Yes. It was purposely following the generic Marvel formula in places. Mm -hmm. And I noticed it. And those 
points were mentioned in the finale, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, you know. Uh, I think what I didn't like about the finale... Well, and I don't even know. Like, I, I don't know that I didn't like the finale. I think it just... It was really jarring, I guess, the the the, the sudden plot twist, I guess. And then just the way that everything was fixed, just by her saying it being fixed. And I, I did think it was funny that Kevin was a robot or an AI. Um, it's funny. We're dan- I'm, I'm, we maybe should explain the, the episode or even just explain what's happened more. Ah, fuck it. Who cares? Um, well, yeah. Okay. Mostly the show is just, it, yeah, it's poking fun. And I think I, I'm very surprised that they got away with it or that they were allowed to do it because they're basically, yeah, po- poking fun at all the Marvel formulas um and then yeah the ending is going exactly how the marvel thing you know how you would expect it to go and then she i actually thought i bumped because i was watching on my phone this morning and i thought i bumped my phone actually i think i was turning the volume up or down no i uh i was turning the um the light level of my phone up so i could see it better and right when i did that was the part of the episode where it like went to the menu of disney plus uh, and I was like, oh, and so I was actually trying to tap the menu and all of a sudden she like pops out of the little thumbnail and starts talking. I'm like, oh, OK, this is the show. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then she jumps into a different show, like the backstage show, whatever, the Marvel Legends show or something. Assembled. Oh, OK, yeah. Uh, and then, she, yeah, she gets into the the studio and then talks to the writers and yells at them about it and then has to go talk to Kevin uh, to get him to change the yeah what it was going on in the show and that that was that was funny it felt kind of like um a bit of a deus machina sort of situation which i i just think is lazy writing but but it was done in a in a comical way and i did enjoy the way that they i, I was just like is kevin actually gonna be in this so it was funny that he wasn't i'd be it'd be interesting to know i guess if he did the voice of that or not he did not that was just no. a it was just an, an ai that, oh it was an ai that's interesting um but yeah i don't know it just it seemed it was just funny that like she just kind of said what she wanted to have happen and then she went back into her show and it was just done like there was no like there was no fight scene i guess which was just weird that was the point yeah no that's that's a good point that was the point that was the point Hmm. i also my my only real i guess big issue is just like how cringy the villains were but they're the villains they're supposed to be and especially in this show the type of villains that they were they're supposed to be yeah like that was the point too uh, and titania was just i could not stand that character at all i think that was the point as well yeah no and i i 100 understand that it's just it was hard (laughs) for me to watch it well i disagree with you calling the the thing a des- deus machina because the deus as machina did show up and it was bruce banner and she stopped and said this doesn't make sense that is very true and i think there, it, well I, i'm just saying it felt like that and then upon reflection as we're talking about it i realize it, it really isn't because because what they're doing is they're flying in the face like they're marvel has a wonderful sense of humor yes. with what their criticism and i do respect that a lot yeah, and that and that's what it was. It was just they were. It was like a, an about face criticizing how yeah the formula and fixing it for this show. Yeah, which was very, yeah, which was very interesting. I, I and it was just kind of also weird for Daredevil to just show up because she asked for him to, which was funny. Um, but it was just it was, like it was Muck a Duck. It was the uh, it was is very much the Muck a Duck uh, cartoon with Bugs Bunny at the end when they're yelling at the artist to fix stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. I, th- I feel like you turned me around. I liked the last episode. Now I, I absolutely loved it. I liked Daredevil in the show. I, I loved dare- seeing Daredevil in the show. They did a great job with him. I think so because I didn't like Daredevil and then the Netflix thing. I thought yeah, and, was, and they made him fun. Yeah. They they get they made him a character. Right. Yeah. They gave him a character. They gave him wits. They gave mm-hmm. him a sense of humor. And I liked that. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it a lot. And um, 
I I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved the gags because when she goes and sees the MCU headquarters, she's naming off all the problems with the MCU, daddy issues and stuff like that. And yeah. <laughs> then she literally goes, when are we getting the X-Men? And she sticks her tongue I out love and looks that at the camera. Comment. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> I I like the uh, I like Kevin saying see you in the big screen and she turns around and goes really and he goes no <laughs> I yeah that that made me disappointed because I'm just like that's probably accurate no she's totally gonna be in this is just like I was talking about in the last podcast where this is just another thing of is she is is insert character going to be in a movie and Kevin Feige goes yes well, I hope says so. it every time. Yeah, but part of me is just like, he's saying that just because he doesn't really want to answer. Oh, no. You don't think she's no. going to show up in Kang the Con- Age of Kang or Kang Dynasty or in Secret Wars? She's totally going to show up in those. Well, isn't Secret Wars basically over by the the last episode just because uh, like Hulk shows up and he has that scroll with him? That's no, no, that's no Secret War. Uh, Secret Wars is the uh, Avengers movie that's coming out in 2024. Oh, OK. Then what was that deal with Hulk showing up with his kid? Don't know. Don't care. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I don't like where this is. Don't going. know. Don't care. That's a movie coming out in a couple of years. I don't care. Yeah. It's Planet Hulk, even though they can't do Planet Hulk, which is fine. Is that what that's from? Yeah. Yeah. Hulk okay. Hulk had a kid while he was exiled on Sakaar. And oh. Scar comes to Earth to kill Hulk. And now he's a character in the comics. It was, I mean, this is over a decade ago that happened stuff. Is that who his son is? Yeah, Scar is a half Scar. Hulk, half alien. Oh, okay. I assumed he was a uh, scroll, but no. No, he's not a scroll. Oh, okay. My bad. Uh, I did like that uh, the Kevin, the, uh, the giant compu- uh, camera yeah, computer thing. Oh, yeah. He was wearing Kevin Feige's Marvel hat. I love that. It took me a while to catch on because I just, I just thought it was a visor like over the camera. I'm like, oh, no, wait, that's his hat. Cause it even that's has, the hat like, that Kevin Feige's known for always wearing. Yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, that was awesome, too. Um, was it supposed to look like HAL 2000 or whatever? I thought, well, no, it, lo- it just looks like an old-fashioned camera. Uh, well, just the way it was like coming down, like it was just a big box coming down from the ceiling. Like it's similar to uh, the movie Hal Moon. Doesn't, I was going to say that Hal never comes. Oh, Hal is, doesn't. I guess I've never no, seen that movie. That's no, Hal imagine. 9000 is never uh, something that moves around. He's just all over the ship on like a little, oh. uh, a little like uh, on the wall. thing that's like a, gl- a ball on. Um, on walls and monitors and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay. Because it reminded me of Wally. It reminded me of the ship's. Yeah. Uh, um, I can't remember its yes. name. Otto. Uh, Remind yeah, me yeah, of yeah. Otto from uh, Wally. It was very similar to the computer in the movie Moon because it was like a big box hanging from the ceiling, and it was on a track, so it could go anywhere on the in the compound, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what it made me think of. And the and just I can't remember, think of the name of that computer. Uh, but that computer always made me think of Hal, and I think it was supposed to watching that movie. Like you're supposed to be kind of stressed out that he was gonna kill him or something, like Hal did. But it was voiced by Kevin Spacey. Who was? Uh, probably the only role that I ever actually liked Kevin Spacey in. I thought he was good Lex Luthor, but okay. Uh, you don't remember him as Lex? He would be a good Lex Luthor, yeah. He was Lex Luthor in Manus in uh in Superman two in Superman Returns. I uh, I never saw that. I think Kevin Spacey's a good actor, and I like him in every role. Sorry, world. Yeah, I don't. I guess I just can't even think of like something that I've seen him in. Now that I think about it, he's been in a million things. He's been in the Ref. He's American Beauty. Never seen those. Superman Returns. Seven. I liked him in Seven. Yeah. Okay. He's a good actor. Sure. Uh, what's that movie called? Negotiator. Uh, I'm not sure that I saw that. It's Sam Jackson. Yeah. Negotiate. Yeah, okay. I never saw it, though. Interesting. Okay. Uh, What else about She-Hulk, I guess? I mean, yeah, you liked it. I loved it. I didn't have problems with the effects in it like everyone did. I... I'm pretty I, I'm pretty tone-deaf now when it comes to effects and Marvel stuff. I think it all looks sure. the same. I don't think she looks any different than Bruce Banner as Hulk in this or... 
any other CGI character that shows up. I think she looks just fine. It's. I think the thing that throws people off is that she's not overly CGI looking. She just looks like a tall, uh, muscular woman who's green. But yeah, well, I, I mean, totally just, thought she looked fine there. There were yeah, there's a couple scenes early on where she walks that looks a little unusual, but yeah. I didn't hate it. But I thought any time that she talked or she moved and did stuff, it it just looked fine. Yeah, I that think just the, the the uncanny valley is there just because like nobody is a tall green person. And so when they look like that, because like, I feel like the Hulk looks enough different that like it's not as bad maybe um but she looks more human still or just i don't know she's just not as big and bulky and so she just looks like a bigger person i I like the opening of the finale where they did like an entire tv version of oh yeah like the old uh what your 70s yeah yep yep was that even uh what's his face playing her what was that uh lou ferrigno with a wig on no, but it was a male act stunt, a, a male oh, okay. uh, bodybuilding stunt actor. I wish it was Lou Ferrigno. He's probably too old to do it anymore, though. Probably. I'm surprised he didn't show up in this show as a background character since he always shows up in Hulk stuff. Yeah. Well, he's does he he doesn't do the voice anymore, does he? Uh, not since or he he did before it was Smart Hulk, right? Or I thought I think so. Let me look it up. Uh, Lou Ferrigno. Um, I know he did it for uh, the Incredible Hulk, and he did it for the Avengers. Um, what? Uh, he did do. Uh, he's uncredited. Uh, but he did Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he did Thor Ragnarok. Okay, so up until we get Smart Hulk, basically. Yes. Because then it's obvious. I mean, it sounds like um. What's his face? So oh, yeah, I, uh, I I almost forgot too. And She Hulk, her dad is uh is the guy is Larry from Larry Perfect, from Strangers. Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Oh, um, as soon as I saw him, I was so happy. I didn't recognize him, but I found oh. out later on when I looked up the cast, and it really made me smile. Yeah. If only we could have gotten bulky in there, but oh well. <laughs> it made me really happy to see him again because I have not seen him since I was a kid. Yeah, I don't know what he's been up to because I, I, he does I, stuff. He works. Yeah, I assumed he has been, but it's funny looking at his IMDb because it's all old stuff. Perfect Strangers, like, or his, you know, known for the top four things, and Perfect Strangers is one of them, which is funny. But yeah. I didn't recognize him. I I recognized him right away. I I loved Perfect Strangers as a kid. I don't know that I, I even knew what was going on, but I lo- I just I'd watch it. Yeah. Family Matters spinned off from it. Really, it did. Yes, I didn't really. I knew that they like did crossovers. I guess I didn't realize it was a spinoff. Uh, Carl Winslow was in Perfect Strangers. Oh, okay, I don't remember that. That's funny. He, like he was just a cop. Uh, yes. Huh. I mean, do you, did you know Mork and Mindy was a spinoff of Laverne and Shirley? No, but I never watched either of those shows. Yeah, spinoff of Family Matters. That's funny. Our Family Matters spin, yeah. uh, had a spinoff series, uh, Family uh, Family Matters, uh, September 89 to 98. That's cool. Yep. To oh, see. I believe it's his wife, Harriet, that was in uh, Perfect. Yeah, she was in Perfect Strangers. Oh, okay. And Carl was, too. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I watched that as a little tiny kid, though, so I don't really remember. I just remember... Uh, Larry and Bulky. Yeah. Really? Yep. I know. I didn't know that till I got older. And then, yeah, Mork and Mindy is a spinoff of Laverne and Shirley, a show about a goddamn alien landing. Yeah, that's weird. Yep. <laughs> oh. That's a thing. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else to talk about She-Hulk. Uh, I did. I did enjoy just, I guess, the the whole like just making fun of people who hate on shows just because it's got a female lead. That was fun. <laughs> I thought the wokeness was maybe a little too over the top, but I'm not going to criticize it heavily because that stuff does exist. Yeah. And yeah, uh, and I guess it's inter- it'd be interesting to see. And I just, 
I don't know. I don't even see this stuff on Twitter anymore. So I, I'm super glad that the algorithm doesn't hit me any, I guess, on this sort of stuff. But like, yeah, I mean, this show got attacked heavily before yeah. it even came out. Every female-led Marvel thing gets attacked yeah. heavily. Yeah, and, and this show makes fun of that. And it, and so it'd be interesting to see, I guess, what those people have to say about it. But I I'm not gonna go look for it. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I saw a little bit of it, just people saying that the show sucked and stuff like that. Which it's like, I don't care what you think. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was an enjoyable show. It was a nice. It, it's it's nice to have a Marvel show that is just a like a comedy. Yes. And not an action movie with comedy. Uh. So, but yeah, no, it was fun. And it, uh, breaking the fourth wall with stuff, they did well. Uh, I liked the actress that they got for it, and yeah, it, it looked great. I liked uh, I liked all the side people. I kind of liked all the supporting they, cast. I kind of wish that they had done more with the supporting cast, I guess. But like half I mean, an hour long show. Yeah, and like I liked her assistant. Like she was in it enough. But like just oh, the, I did too. the other two lawyers that she worked with, because I, I liked them, and it would have been nice to to have more relationship building with them, I suppose. But yes, uh, I really did like um, I did like her friend who was her paralegal. Mm-hmm. Um, I really did like uh, what was uh, I liked Pug a Pug, lot. Yeah, I thought he was really cool in it. Um, uh, yeah, Wong, uh, Wong once again holding together Phase Four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I felt about Wong because a lot of that just felt like forced comedy with him too. Uh, but it was funny the stuff that they did with him. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and well, and just the whole thing with uh. Oh, what is her name? Uh, the drunk lady in Wong. Oh, the bestie. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, that was funny, but it just felt very out of because I just don't feel like Wong would have put up with her. I don't know but, about but that. They, Wong's pretty laid kinda, back. Well, and they're also kind of that is true. And but they're also kind of setting him up as being kind of lonely watching like those shows by himself. <gasps> oh, and then, spooning his body pillow. <laughs> Yeah, and then she, and then like she shows up and like all of a sudden he has this best friend to watch shows with, mm-hmm. which was pretty funny, I guess. Now that I think it through, but yeah, it was good. Get to uh, a point where you're just starting to ask, where's the Wong movie? Yeah, I mean they're putting him in everything. They might as well give him his own movie. It'd be interesting to get like a prequel, like showing his. I don't know if we need that honestly, but I still yeah, don't just, understand how he's the Sorcerer Supreme with Strange back. Yeah, like it should have defaulted back to Strange. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of do. I, the dynamic with them was kind of funny over that, but I do agree that it just doesn't make sense that Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Uh, but he is a good character. I, I'm glad He's a very they, good character. I'm glad good, that they use him so well. Oh, yeah. For a character that's legitimately nothing in the comics. Yeah. Is, what, is, is he just like a goofy sidekick? He's the Alfred for Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, he's his attendant uh, at the yeah. Sanctum Superium or whatever it's called. Sanctum Sanctorum. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 uh he's just Strange's attendant. Yeah. Um. Oh, one thing that I guess we haven't talked about here. We talked about it. Uh, just the two of us last time we were together. Uh, but just that this show is. I, it, kind of feels like maybe it's the first time at least in on mass where they're addressing people with mutations uh no but yes but no what well um ms marvel introduced me oh okay i need to watch that show i still don't need to watch that show i'm not like super excited about it but like i just i'd like to watch it i guess um yeah because ms marvel is a mutant okay she is okay um, but just the fact that just being like she, her job is she's a, or on this show, uh, she Hulk, she's a lawyer for supers basically, or I don't know what they call them. They really need to explain where all these superhumans are coming yeah. from though. Well, and like one of the, the Mr. Uh, invincible or Mr. Immortal immortal. Yeah. Like he's supposedly been around for like generations. Uh, been around a very long time. That yeah. episode was great. Did you recognize him by the way? I did not. He's the Twi'lek from uh, Mandal uh, from Book of Boba Fett. Oh, 
Oh, he's the mayor's uh, assistant. Yeah, that's he's the uh, infer daimyo or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that that's you say him. that, that's hilarious. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, that was, I mean, and that was just a funny character. That was a goofy episode. Um, I well, loved then, that. Every time things were getting like. Uh, every time stuff wasn't working out in his favor, he would just go and pretend to kill himself. Well, he wouldn't. He would just kill himself. And then he just came back to life. I guess yeah. he just didn't die. But yeah, like he just jumped out the window of. I don't After know, they were telling him what a piece of shit husband he is. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. With the two lawyers. He's like, I don't need to take this. Uh, that was good. Um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I guess there were there any other mutants now that I think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when she went to. Well, I don't know if these people are mutants, but there's people all over the place with superpowers, and we don't know sure. where these people are coming from. It was my problem with that with Thor, where there's just weird furry people in Asgard, and they're yeah. not Asgardians. Some of them even say, I'm not an Asgardian. There are right. Asgardians in the show that show up for stuff, yeah, but yep, yep. there's, well, when she there's literally the, a Minotaur man. Well, yeah, but they they addressed that as he was part of an experiment, uh, like a superhuman. They were trying to replicate or create superhuman serums, I thought he said. And so he was created on act or like and just discarded. But then, like, there was the guy, the 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 Spanish guy. He could, like, shoot lightning out of his or what, what did he do? He shot something out of his sword or something. Something. Yeah. And then the guy in the weird suit. Porcupine. Uh, yeah, the porcu- porcupine. That's and, just and, and, a fat dude who does not bathe. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Uh, and then a, a, apparently there's a vampire. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. Is, like, is that the setup blade or something? <laughs> I mean, I guess it does. I mean, it's addressing that there are vampires in the Marvel Universe now. If that uh, guy was a vampire, because he's well, yeah, kind of just they, chilling yeah, in daylight. <laughs> which, yeah, I guess I never was convinced that he actually was. And now that you say, yeah, he was out in daylight, you're right. Um, uh, speaking of which... Uh, uh, I really like what they did with Blonsky, uh, Abomination. That was hilarious. I was waiting for him to turn even up to the last second, and he didn't. Yeah. When he Which, showed up as the Abomination in the last episode, I'm like, oh, he was behind this, too. And then it's revealed, oh, no, he he's just a greedy asshole who, yeah, who, he just wanted who's money. just a motivational speaker. <laughs> yeah, and he just happened to be speaking at... This, yeah, whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was yeah, that was good. And it was funny that he went back to prison, I guess, but whatever. Well, he kind of realized what he was doing was wrong. And I guess he was only going sure. back to prison for ten more years. He did okay. break the law, he is redeemed, and I actually did appreciate that. It's so weird yeah. they didn't change his goddamn voice though when he was abomination. Yeah, that was funny. Like he just sounded like himself. He's this giant monster who's three times the size of Hulk, but he has a nice, gentle British accent. Yeah. Uh, And that's what made the show so good. That accent, man. That was a joke, just so you know. Um, But what? What? Nothing. (laughs) Um, But no, yeah, I yeah, I I, I like the show. I guess I just I don't know. I don't know that it was. This is probably. Okay, yeah. So as far as the Marvel shows go, uh, I don't know. I guess it'd be in my top two. I'm trying to think, like, I guess if I liked any of the other ones more. Well, don't let my opinion decide your opinion, but I will say you or anyone else. But this is kind of why I don't jump the gun and talk about things immediately. Yeah, I like to watch something and I like to let it soak in. I know yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I know you don't have the same kind of scheduling I do. That gives you the ability to do that. Sure. But I always feel like when people watch something and then immediately go into it, maybe it's not always the best mindset immediately to talk about it. Yeah. No. And I do appreciate that about you because like all, all the usually when we talk about things, the issues that I have, you have thought through and you have a good point on it. Um. And and really, yeah. And so like right now, I'm trying to think back to the Marvel shows. Uh, and it is interesting how I don't really feel like over time I care about them as much as I thought I did yes. when, we were, when they were done. And I so was like, just about uh, to say that. WandaVision, I don't, I don't think I like. Yes, anymore. I understand that. And I, I still do, but I understand it wasn't for everybody's time. Yeah, and I guess it was fine. And maybe I just don't like how they've treated Wanda 
like since then, like in uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh, and I guess I do have a hope that she's not dead from that and comes back reformed, I suppose. But like, I just, I don't know. Like she's just such a sad character because of just all the crap that's been going on with her. Um, I blame Marvel in general for that. She's never had a victory under her. She's always had yeah, tragedy and right. that's, that's unfortunate, but and that I, is, that is the character of Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And I think that's why I don't like it is just because of how depressing she is as a character. And like, I, I, I wish she had a good win and they just they they've never given it to her and no I just they never have think about it um but objectively it was a well-made show yes uh but and then I guess uh what Falcon and Winter Soldier I don't know that that was even as good I just like those characters it didn't make me Falcon and Winter Soldier made me like the Falcon um but Again, yeah, I don't know that I feel like those shows have, are feeling as good as they did when I, you know, when we first watched it. Uh, what other show? What else have we had? Loki. Uh, Loki. I liked Loki. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Um. Secret. Um. What if? I never watched What If. The thing too about like most of, like all these shows is they're just very different shows. I feel like mm-hmm. at least especially She Hulk. And so, like, it's hard to say which one's better, I suppose. But She-Hulk was fun. I thought Loki was fun. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. They're all fun in their own ways, I guess. But, yeah, I don't know. I, and, and that's just, I guess, just She-Hulk didn't wow me, I guess, as much as... It was more than I expected, I guess, which is how I feel about most of these shows. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I just don't know how to, what to say about it in that sense. But I liked it for the most part. Anything else from you on that? I don't think so. I recommend it. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I still, I feel like I, the same thing with all these shows, really, that at least that we talked about, um, which is kind of why I still like to give Miss Marvel a chance is because like I, I don't regret watching any of these shows, I suppose. So, but yeah, no, this is a good one. I, and it's a good one just because of it being a comedy. It, it's just got a different feel to it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, how long have we been going? I'm not an hour. My eye. Okay, yeah, so I guess it's a good time to stop. Um, so yeah, hey, if you're still listening, everybody, uh, go over to our website, buy some merch, that'd be cool. But talk to us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, much on Instagram, it seems like, but uh, and Facebook at least. So those are good places to hit us up. Um, for, for those who do, I appreciate the text messages, but stop <laughs> texting me you like the show and put it on our media. We need that. Yes, please. <laughs> Um, I got three of those this week. <laughs> oh, man. Was it all Jason? No, it was just more of my more employees. People. That's funny. Well, thanks, people. He did appreciate uh, the shout out, though. It, well, yeah. He's a good guy. I don't even know. I mean, he's a good guy. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway, everyone, yeah. Thanks for listening. It'd be great if you made some comments uh, and just maybe even ask us to talk about stuff. That'd be great, too. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you in November. (laughs) That's true.